morning. I'm great. Good morning. As you guys back, where do you stand right now as the letting Destiny go? Is, is Nada close to playing and is, is Jernigan getting the picture at all? Um, yes. All the above. Um, right now we do have a plan, uh, but I'm not going to disclose the plan, obviously, uh, in, in lieu of the game and game week and all that, but there is a plan. I've talked to Jim and Chris and and uh, we feel we feel comfortable with that plan. Um, I would say that Nada is, uh, you know, he's getting close day to day still, um, getting better, you know, and, and we'll see where he's at this week, obviously, later in the week. And uh, and Tim just keeps progressing, you know, and, and uh, um, you know, we're hopeful and optimistic, but at the same time, we want to make sure that he's healthy and, and, and you know, his his whole um, I guess demeanor is for us to put him back out on the field uh, and his safety at his first. If not, I can't go this, this weekend. Yeah. I'm sorry? Who, who did you ask? Uh, if not, I can't go not this okay. weekend. Uh, you have to make another roster move. Um, well, we again, we have, we have a plan, and uh, we're going to stick to that plan. And uh, uh, without, without, you know, obviously tipping our hat and, and all that, but, um, you know, Howie and I will have discussions later later in the week if we need to. Is Jernigan not ready to practice yet? Not at this time, no. no. It, it looked like Hester gave you some good snaps in there uh, Thursday night. Uh, what did you see from him and how big a, a piece of that whole D-tackle puzzle is yeah, he Yeah, I mean, he's a big part. You know, obviously, you know, we brought him in here to do that and, and, uh, and to, you know, fill a role, fill a need, and uh, we'll continue to progress with him, you know, each and every week. What's, um, Jason Peters, is, is he going to be practicing today? Uh, yeah, Jason, you know, he, he's, he's, he's doing fine, and uh, he'll, he'll practice today, yeah. Uh, again, he's day to day. We'll see where he's at later today, um, and just keep keep progressing him, you know. But yeah, day to day. So, what did those uh, those extra tests show about about Peters? Did he does he have a, a tear in the bicep? Something that he's um, it's it's definitely something that uh, you know. There's something there. He uh, definitely can can play, uh, you know. So there's no no concern with uh, you know. Uh, injuring him any further or anything like that but but uh you know all the confidence in the world with him and and uh he'll he'll be ready to go you have some older veterans who you were kind of relying on this year and it seems like they've gotten hurt peter sproles Corey graham um does that change the philosophy at all going forward of having those veterans older guys and relying on them a lot i don't think so uh, i think sometimes that you it's just kind of the expectation a little bit you know you kind of know what you're getting um with guys and listen these guys have uh They've all contributed um, wherever they've been. You know, obviously, you know, Darren, a couple stops he's been at. Jason's been here most of his career. Corey, the stops he's been at. And these guys have played a lot of snaps. And, and you know, um, it's one of the things where, you know, we, we know if we can just manage and, and get them through and each week and get them ready for, for game day um, where they can get us, you know, give us valuable game snaps. I mean, that's, that's what you want. But you kind of know what you're getting. And, 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 and that's okay. Injured his bicep on the last play. Corey Graham, I'm sorry. Do you expect him to practice today? Is he ready to? Come Corey, um, he's he's again day to day. Probably not going to practice today, just just based on where he's at. But uh, he is progressing nicely. Did Peters, did Peters injure his bicep on the play before he left in the Giants game, or was that something that happened earlier? Uh, quite honestly, I cannot remember. So can can McDougal come in and? Contribute. I mean, do you, what's his? I mean, obviously, he hasn't been with the team the last 
little spell? Uh, can he come in and get snaps, or does he need some time? Um, you know, McDougal, I think uh, one comes in and, and uh, you know, is a role player, situational guy for us. Uh, he's got to get caught up, obviously, with the game plan and terminology again. And, you know, the, the one thing that I guess on from his side and our side is we have familiarity with us. He was with us in camp and, and uh, you know, things of that nature a year ago and, and uh, comfortable with, with him, you know, feeling a need, feeling a role right now. And, uh, we'll get him. We'll get him coached up and ready. Jason Peters, uh, because he's dealt with some of these nagging injuries throughout the, the season, have you given any thought to just sort of giving him a couple weeks off to, to rest and then have him ready? No, there's there's really no need to. Jason, we have all the confidence in the world in Jason. He he works his tail off each week, gets himself prepared and ready to go, and and uh, very comfortable with him playing. Doug, after the Giants game, Zach Ertz said point blank, we're the Philadelphia Eagles again, the way the offense was going. Does it take a game like that? to get this team with a little more confidence, get them in a little more of a rhythm after a slow start offensively to start the season? I, I believe so. And, and I think one of the things you're seeing is the the amount of injury we had on offense to start the year. Those guys are now getting their sea legs, so to speak, you know, in their game legs and game shape and being on, being, you know, on time and in rhythm with, with the quarterback now. And and so, yeah, I think I think you saw – more of a complete game, you know, and, and, and you're all, what you also saw was we didn't have as many penalties. You know, I think we had four total for the entire game. We didn't turn the ball over. We didn't have red zone woes. So those things are beginning to somewhat go away, and, and obviously we've got to continue that trend. Um, but I think, I think it does take a game to realize that, hey, you know, we are still, you know, the Philadelphia Eagles, and, and we just have to go execute and play. He's okay to practice, yes. Yeah, he's, he's okay to practice. Is he going? Since we're playing semantics. Yeah, see, semantics, see? You do the same thing with me. Um, we'll see as he goes. We've we'll, we'll, we got this walkthrough coming up, and we'll see where he's at there, and then we'll just monitor it, you know, uh, period by period throughout the day. Doug, we asked Mike Rowe about the uh, play Carson made in the first in the first touchdown, um, and he called it unreal, and he sort of made a basketball analogy where it's like, don't shoot it, don't shoot it, and it goes in, great play. What was your take on the touchdown throw to Alshon? I think it was two great, uh, two guys making a great play, but honestly, um, Carson to avoid the rush. Um, whether or not he saw the penalty in the middle of the field on Ertz, I don't know, uh, possibly. Um, and then, and then Alshon working the back back half of the end zone. Just a great throw back in the middle of the field, and um, just two guys just uh, kind of making a wild play, you know, in a moment where where we uh, early in the game after a turnover that uh, kind of sparked us. Doug, you're playing 12 and 13 personnel like half the time in the first six games. You're throwing it like 60 percent out of that, which is historically not what you use 12 and 13 personnel for. What's gone into it, the frequency and and the success? That you've had throwing out of it. Just to appease you guys. Get our two tight ends on the field. No. I mean, listen, sometimes it comes down to, to how defenses match up personnel-wise with, with 12 and 13 personnel. Um, we are very comfortable and confident with with our three tight end sets or two tight end sets. You know, and, 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 and quite honestly, just, you know, um, we've been able to run the ball. Teams want to play nickel defense. They want to play sub to that. Great. Then, then, then we'll, we'll we'll spend some time running the football with with some bigger people. So, 
it's a chess match, um, you know, back and forth, and, and uh, we feel comfortable with our guys on the field and, and taking advantage of those situations. So do you feel like games kind of forced them to play nickel? I mean, because of their. I think so. I think because of the versatility, and now you're seeing Zach a little more displaced from the formation, or or maybe you know the two guys on the same side of the field, things of that nature. So yeah, I think I think it. You know, and then if they're breaking us down, they're going to see the same things that, that you just mentioned. You know, if we're throwing the ball more or whatever it is, and yeah, they're going to play some more nickel so defense. You saw the value last year of bringing in JJ uh, before the trade deadline. Uh, you saw the value of bringing JJ last year, and before the trade deadline, you guys are banged up a lot of positions. Is is that something that you'd be open to? Yeah, I mean, it's something that definitely uh, we'll take a look at. You know, we're constantly looking to add value, add talent if we can, and. Something Howie and, and Joe and the guys are, are constantly aware of and monitoring, and, and, and we'll see. You know, we get closer to that deadline. Please, I've got to say that the two things are tied together, but just to compare them. Uh, last year, the, the Carolina game, that win, was a game that really showed people Philadelphia Eagles are for real. So, how much does this Carolina game coming up, um, how, how much do you guys view that as a chance to show people that last week against the Giants wasn't the Eagles just beating up on a struggling team, that the Philadelphia Eagles still are elite? Well, again, that was kind of the message last year, as you mentioned. Um, two good football teams playing each other on a Thursday night game, short week, and, and uh, gosh, I mean, just uh, both teams played well. You know, defense played extremely well in that game. Offense made some, made some plays, and, you know, we were fortunate enough to uh, come away with a victory on the road. And, this year, really, quite honestly, it's it's no different. I mean, you know, two good football teams, um, two aggressive style defenses. You know, you're going to see, uh, you know, RPO game by by the Panthers. You're going to see 22 McCaffrey kind of all over the field. I mean, it's it's a good test for not only the defense but but offensively. This is probably one of the bigger fronts we're going to see all season long. And they're very aggressive downhill guys. Keekley's a, a smart linebacker. Really anticipates and knows where we're going to be and. So it's going to be a complete have to be a complete game uh, if we expect to win and and um, so yeah it's it's going to be a it's really a, a good test for us to see where we are you know um, in week seven. As far as the vertical passing game, you had uh, Torrey Smith last year. The plan was to have Mike Wallace this year. How have you compensated for not having those guys? Where do you see the production coming in terms of the, the, the people? Well, we've seen Alshon a little bit more down the field. Um, you know Nelson Aguilar. When we when we get opportunities down the field, he he's, he's shown up a little bit. You know, and and some of it's been on a couple of broken plays. You know, last week in the Giants game was one, not really a broken play, but an extension of a of a play. Um, you know, we get get a little bit closer in the red zone. You know, maybe a little more of our two tight end sets, things like that, or or at least Zach. You know, being able to you know stretch the field just a little bit, but. Um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's it's something that we we evaluate every week. We you know I try to call as many as I can when I can. Um, you know a lot of factors, protection and things like that have to the run game all have to be kind of on point. You know and um, for us to do that, but you know we just we go into each game. You know trying and, and hoping obviously to. to gain some more so it's hard to go 12 and 14 plays all the time nine plays you want to be able to put five and six play drives together but you need a chunk in there somewhere you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Alshon some of the injured injured guys coming back Alshon specifically as a play caller how much easier it is for you to have that guy especially with the back shoulder stuff that you can just dial that up in a, in a key situation I mean it, it's definitely a little more of a comfort factor it's kind of a 
you know, uh, for the, especially for the quarterback to have a guy like that on the perimeter and, you know, again, mentioning the tight ends in the, in the, in the middle of the field. But, you know, it, it is definite, uh, you know, it, it's comfort. It's knowing where he's going to be. It's a big target, catch radius, all those things we've talked about with Alshon. And he's playing, playing well right now, you know, and, and uh, just got to continue to find ways to get him the ball. Um, you know, we self-evaluate a little bit on Friday, uh, go back through the first, you know, six games and just kind of see where we're at and any tendencies, glaring tendencies that show up offensively, defensively, special, special teams. And then, and then really just kind of, kind of shut down, you know, uh, Saturday, Sunday, watch college and, and, you know, NFL games on Sunday and, and, uh, get geared up again on Monday. Thank you.